Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scavengers Hunt, a variety show podcast presented by the Scavengers Network. I am here. I am the many-limbed, but just the good ones, Morgan fucking Spatola, and I am joined by... <laughs> Hello, I am Beth, the Billy Dog Bing Bong. <laughs> And I am Ellie. You get a last name. (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. That's all right. I don't think I have a last name. I don't. I don't have a last name either. I'm elegantly (laughs) earthly Aaron, and I have ears. Uh, I'm glad. Not the Tracy, rest of us, though. And and uh, I think that we should point out that we are three of Tracy's favorite people ever, and we are going to totally dominate this show. That's right. Everyone else on Scavenger really nice font. Be jealous. At, at you. Yeah. I'm about to go on a vicious tweeting spree, <laughs> adding everyone I can. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Before you do that, do you want to tell us what shows you're on, Beth? Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, on and the then you network, can just check out for the rest of the recording to do your tweeting cool. spree. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, this is going to take a while. Um, on the network, I am on Apotolesma, which is an improv horror actual play podcast, and I am on uh, Fan and Ball, um, which is a fandom podcast, which Aaron was recently on. It was a lot of fun. My Immortal and is the best. And I, um, I have a non-network show called The Fourth Journal, which is about Gravity Falls. And that's me. What about you, Morgan? I'm one half of a show called The Broads and the Bees uh, that I do with my friend Joy about sex and sexuality, and I also do myth takes uh, on occasion, and is that it? Oh, and Wet Hot American Moon Juice, the hit NaNoWriMo podcast that everyone is talking about. I can't believe I almost forgot that one. I think those are all of them. I forgot that one the other day when I recorded with Colin. It's because it's not November. It's true. Um, and let's see, I do Crossroad. I currently am doing Crossroads Minute, which is a Crossroads, the movie with Britney Spears rewatch podcast. Uh, previously, I did Newsies Minute, which was the same thing, but with the movie Newsies. I do Thanks for the Lyrics uh, with James and Tracy. And I do Wet Hot American Moon Juice, the hit NaNoWriMo <laughs> podcast that everyone is talking about. Um, and I do FMK All Day, which is a No Holds Barred Fuck Mary Kill podcast. Oh, is that all? So, I think those, that's all. Is, is that all the podcasts you do? I do Keep also up. do. Uh, I do Dirty Blink, which is a subset oh, of yeah. Blink and You'll Miss It, where we talk about the worst. I say the worst, the dirtiest for worst. We talk about the dirtiest uh, Blink One Eighty Two songs. I like that. But yeah, Dirty Blink. That's I think a good that's. A, I think that's all. I think that's all. Lord, I know. I'm very prolific. (laughs) I've always thought so. (laughs) All right. Well, should we see what kind of questions Tracy has sent us? Yeah, let's do it. it. I'm so stoked on this because last time I was on the show, we didn't do this. So, Okay. So our first question from Tracy is, after doing a standing front flip with no prep, like you just do it, and you land in a super cool pose, what would your catchphrase be as you slide down your shades a little bit and look over the top of them? (laughs) Hmm. I feel like I need time to think about this. 
I know. Gonna, you're both wearing glasses. There's no context. Glasses. Like, am I? Am I? Like, are we saving? Is it? Am I at a gymnastics show? I feel like if it was me doing this, it would be in front of a bunch of teens. Because that's just yeah. how my life is. That I would most most likely do a standing front flip with no prep, like I just do it in front of teens. Like that's that was like my superlative in college. Mm. Interesting. Because they gave us superlatives in college. Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think You're one of, I'm, I bet- I'm <laughs> acting it out. No, go ahead. I was going to say, are you one of the four people who buy the yearbook in college, <laughs> Yeah. Yep, that was me. <laughs> Only because she was listed in the superlative section. I was going to say, because you had to have physical proof. Uh-huh. I think I would do my standing front flip just right in the middle of the library. That's mm. a good place. Like, like, smack in the middle of the romance section. I would just standing front flip and I'd... So, slide my shades down just a little bit and I'd say fight the patriarchy oh I like nice. that I like that a lot yeah I think a place I would do it oh okay okay so I live like less than 10 minutes away from like the beach I live like on like just about as far east coast as you can get without being in the literal Atlantic Ocean and um and I think I would do it in like the shallows, Ooh. because when I land, I could do a cool splash. Yeah. And then I would okay. say, the 2010 movie, um, The Social Network, directed by David Fincher and written by Aaron Sorkin, was based on the book The Accidental Billionaires. <laughs> That's the best catchphrase that I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Most people don't know that is why I want I want to spread the information. I want to spread I didn't the news. And if someone saw you do a standing front flip with no prep at all, you like you just do it and then you said that like they'd really be listening to what you have to say, so it would really stick And they with would that. remember yeah. it. Yeah. They would. They would be at dinner like last that night and they'd be like, "Honey, you'll never believe what I learned today and who I learned it from." Oh my god. That's a true. Wise front flipping woman. I think I would I would say at the beach at the beach. <laughs> I think for me it would be in the high school theater department of a high school I no longer go to, surrounded by yeah. teens. <laughs> and then I would do and I wasn't in theater in high school, but this is where this takes place now, me as an adult. I would do the standing front flip it. with no prep at all like I just do it and then I would say and that's how it's done. And then hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I would heal you away after that. And that's. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine trying to do a. Well, okay. <laughs> imagine Ooh, trying to do a standing really front hard. flip. But then really try to imagine landing it with Heelys that have the with wheels Heelys. popped out. Okay. my You're the most badass person I know, Morgan. <laughs> Do you know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, my, my brother in real life, my actual real life brother can do a standing. Well, actually, he can't do a front flip. He can do a standing back flip with no prep at all. He mm. can just do it because he's, he's a little bit cooler than me. Don't, he'll never listen to this, so he won't know I said that. Um, but I'm going to text him right now and ask if he could do it in Healy's. I'll let you know if he texts me back. If he says he doesn't know, then you know what you have to get for his birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah. They only activate when you, like, like, you have to, like, as far as I know, you have to, like, f- like kind of flick your foot a certain way. 
Oh, I like thought there was can't... a button you pushed. I thought you had to like is... reach down and pop a button. Oh no, man. which is That's even less it. cool. The heels. I have no the... idea. I've never actually. The wheels tried are them. always out on heelys. They're in the heel of the shoe. Now, the thing about How that you... is, how do you walk? You, it's like it's easier than you would think, but if you're not careful and you put too much weight on your heel, then oops, you're heeling. But if. <laughs> But the thing about the flip is I feel like when you try to land, you would land on your heels. Like, I feel like you would want to put your weight on your heels Mm. and not on your toes. So you'd have to land on your toes. Otherwise, it would be a standing front flip directly into healing. There would just be no stop. It would just be like, flip, okay, bye. (laughs) That could be really cool, though. I mean, if you didn't uh, fall on your ass while you were doing it, that would be really cool. Are you on the stage? Yes. So do you go off the stage or do you go into the, the the backstage is my question. Or into the audience. I would just be crowdster. just knowing my history. This is making me sound really weird. I would be like in the the eat, like the wings of the stage, like on the side, but mm. still on stage. And so it would just kind of be in the oh, side area. Okay. Like, yeah, so. So only the teens that were there could see it. Nobody else would see it. Mm. Yeah. Well, the backstage, okay. as my from my um, my sordid past as a theater kid, the backstage kids are the fun ones for sure. Because they're either a they're either a techies yes. or they're b um, like people with no lines, and so you just hang out for the whole show and gossip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of and fun. I, and or C, they're just friends of other people who are actually involved in the show, and they're just hanging out <laughs> backstage on the sofa. We had a yeah. lot of those. We had a lot yeah. of those in my theater department. My When my brother and sister were going through high school, I was basically volunteering for four years as the theater department's adult costumer uh, and costuming all of the, the kids. And so I would hang out during the shows and, like, just last minute sew people's shit back together and stuff and it was really fun so I would hang out with them back there like every once in a while and I know how it goes it's cool Mm -hmm. they I didn't try desperately to relate to them but I feel like if I would have been able to do a front flip they might have thought I was a lot cooler probably I did try desperately to relate to them (laughs) you did (laughs) yeah who's paying attention anyway I worked at a dance studio for a little while, like a little kid's dance studio. I hosted birthday parties and I would always host with like teenagers who would come and they would play the princess during the party and then like help me clean up afterwards. And I like accidentally related to them because it turns out that we all watched Pretty Little Liars. And they were like, we've never found a grown up who watches this show. And I'm like... I'm not that much older. Like, I'm only, like, 11 years older than you guys. Like, don't make me sound like I'm your mom. And they're like, this is so cool. No grown-ups ever know these characters. So it made me feel both cool and also kind of super lame. Uh, I watched uh, Secret Life of the American Teenager with my mom. Okay. And she would, uh, she could have, she could have conversations about the plot of that batshit show with the best of them. (laughs) I never watched that one. That was the one where Shailene Woodley was pregnant. Yes, it's the worst show. It is the worst show. I love teen dramas and that one is the worst one. Okay. So don't watch it then. So, okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna, 
there <laughs> there is a plot point and i'm not gonna like give any context or go any further there is a plot point where a very religious girl has sex for the first time and her dad dies in a plane crash that same night and oh, she no. thinks that because she had sex her dad died in a plane oh, crash oh my god oh no and that's a real character beat. That's going to fuck her right up oh for like the rest of her God. life. Oof. It, <laughs> that show hated sex. It was so funny. It's honestly comical. Anyway, that show's garbage. I love it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Beth, I have a question for you. Okay. How's your goth face treating you? Uh, my. Uh, I. You know, I never really identified with the word with 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 goth. <laughs> I was really more into emo. Okay, fair. And I wanted so badly to be seen, like S C E N E. Oh, okay. That's not. I wasn't even. Yep. Okay. Not S E E N. Although that was probably also true of teenage Beth. I was like Beth, I see you. Oh my god, I just choked on wine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but. Being seen was so expensive because you had to, like, buy all the cool clothes, all the cool Hot Topic, you know, you had to, like, keep up with what bands were cool. Oh, yeah. And you had to wear a ton of makeup and, like, tease your hair. You had to spend hours in the morning doing your makeup and your hair. I just wasn't, I was, like, I, I wasn't ready to commit. Mm -hmm. That's fair. But I wanted so bad. See, my, my husband... Um, was uh, his best friend was MySpace famous. Oh, and I'm so jealous. I'm of him jealous of he that. He got to live Just the knowing same that. life yeah. by like proxy. Yeah, yeah. Because he would go, he would walk around. Like true story, he would walk around this huge mall in Birmingham, and people would come up to him and say, "Are you Tim Hill Kill's friend?" Oh my god! And he would be like, "Yeah, I am." Because they would see he was, like, always number one on Tim's top eight. That's, like, so stupid. Like, that's so stupid. And it's so stupid to be jealous of. But I'm so jealous right now. Like, Same. that is right? yeah. so cool. <laughs> I know. Like, like I always wanted to be MySpace famous. Like, always. I know. And, it, and it's even more annoying because, so, his best friend's name is Tim Hill. And that rhymes with kill. So, he was Tim Hill Lucky. Kills. Okay. And I'm like, that's like the perfect scene. It name. really is. You mm -hmm. had to have a name. You had to either have a name that started with the first vowel of your first name, or you had to have a name that rhymed with your name. So I could have been like Beth Death mm -hmm. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that would have been good. But I wasn't allowed to have a MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> that's another reason why I could not have been seen. Interesting. Anyway, that's my tragic past. I was just a very weird theater Now kid I miss MySpace. Who wanted so deeply to be seen. Oh, that's so sad. But I listened to, I listened to a bunch of My Chemical Romance and Fallout Boy. In my heart, I was seen. That's and that's really where it yeah, matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. I think. My heart was wearing a had like the raccoon stripe hair dye and <laughs> really thick eyeliner. That's awful. Yep. Yep. Morgan, how's your goth face treating you? 
really good because I'm an adult and I can afford things now. So that's amazing. I think I was uh, serving up some goth realness last night and I actually didn't get a picture of it and it was sad. But I have this beautiful um, thrifted Jimmy Was gown and it is just black. It's just a black lace see through gown that is long sleeve and it's so long that I have to wear seven inch high heels in order for it to not drag on the ground and it still almost drags (laughs) on the ground yeah so i was wearing that with some seven inch pleather um heels last night or like shiny patent leather heels and a big black hat and i just felt really awesome so i'm gonna say really good yeah i'm i am now the goth kid that i always wanted to be when i was younger and poorer Interesting. Things are going well. Well, I'm I'm glad that you have achieved your life's dream. I have. I'm I'm very glad to hear that. What about mm-hmm. you, Aaron? How's your goth phase going? Oh boy. Um <laughs> so it's funny, I had because I was a theater kid in high school, I did have a lot of goth friends. And my friend Fadwa told me at one point that she was going to give me a goth makeover and then she never did it. Ugh, rude. And mm. it, well, it was one of those things where we kept saying, yeah, we're going to do this. And then just, it just never, ever actually happened. Mm. And so last year, um, I was on a little like mini writer retreat with some, some writer friends. And one night we got drunk and decided, Christina decided to make me goth. Yes. So I do have pictures of 36 year old me <laughs> being dressed up goth. I love it. L- looking nice. just, I don't. I don't think I have the right anything to pull off goth without looking. I thought you were about to say, I don't think I have the right to pull off That also, I don't think, I don't have, yeah, I don't. I don't have the right to pull off goth. I I mean, I have two modes. I have jeans and, like, jeans and a sweatshirt, and I have, like, wearing pearls. Those are my modes. And so when I shift into goth, it looks and feels very disingenuous. Um, but it was it was fun mm-hmm. for a night. I'll have to see if I can dig up those pictures and maybe we'll tweet them out on the what like what kind of goth are is your goth that you tried like because there's like different kinds like because Beth was like emo and scene like that's like a subset yeah. of goth even though I think emo and scene kids would not agree and I think that now in my old wise age I am more of like a refined sophisticated like witch witchy goth yeah witchy exactly goth. and right. like and could i wear like you know like sigil jewelry and like that's how i'm describing that i don't know i lost my words just now so what about you <laughs> um yeah so on the spectrum <laughs> of like emo scene kid to morticia adams I was more, she did me more uh, emo scene kid. Okay. Like there was, there was glitter. I was like glitter goth, I guess. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's even a mm. thing, but it start. I would, I would say yeah, that's, yeah. It's, it's, I think it was more seen than anything. It started, basically she brought a whole bunch of makeup with her and we were all drunk and she's like, I'm going to put black lipstick on you. And then it just kind of devolved from there into sparkles. Just so many sparkles. That is so wonderful. Um, mm. Yeah. So that's the only time I've ever tried goth so i would say that my my goth face is not treating me oh darn like it's not treating me badly it's just not treating me it's ignoring me <laughs> well but you'll know next time yeah yeah maybe one day maybe one day i'll be able to pull it off i'll be like 75 and be like you know what i'm out of fucks to give i'm ju- i'm gonna be goth today nice 
And I'll just be the old goth lady. Just sport like a That's, crazy mohawk nice. or something. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, I had this weird uh, let- memory the other day. Um, when I was in eighth grade, I decided, well, I was inspired by my really cool and hip uncle. I'm just shouting at all my cool family members this this episode. Um, but <laughs> I like bleached a pair of pants that I had. And this was like before skinny jeans were anything like skinny jeans didn't exist um back then and so they were like regular like boot cut possibly even flare <laughs> jeans and i i bleached oh my them. goodness oh, oh no and i i pegged them which like turns them into skinny jeans by i, I basically like wrapped them and, and pegged them with safety pins so i had this like really fucking cool pair of like bleached safety pinned like makeshift skinny jeans mm. when I was in eighth grade. And I just like kind of want to do that again because like, what the fuck? Like that is so cool. I would have been, I would have been so <laughs> jealous yeah. of you. Like I just, How, so when you was cool, like what a cool thing I did when I was like 13. Like what the fuck dude? Like, how did they bleach out? Like, did they bleach to like white or just a light blue? Or I, what I'm picturing is acid wash. And surely that's not quite right. What is acid? Is that like white or what is acid wash? That, like? That's like that's acid wash is like a super light. Acid, no, blue. acid wash is like the isn't that like the eighties jeans that were almost like yeah they were like almost okay, so white but with like dark blue too. It was almost like a denim colored tie dye. It was situation. probably more like acid wash, mm-hmm. but basically like okay. Like, they were dark blue jeans, and I put them in the sink, and I just, like, poured bleach on them crazy, so I didn't totally bleach them. So it was, like, okay. cow spots of bleach. Okay, so, yeah, that's more so, like the acid wash. Yeah. Interesting. God, they were so cool. I love it. I forgot all about that until a few days ago, so I'm glad I just got to brag about my cool pants. Those sound don't like, exist anymore. Those sound like really cool, like, um... So trip pants were like the big flared ones with all the chains and the zippers and stuff. Yeah. But they also made skinny ones. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like some cool trip pants yeah. for cheap. Cool trip pants for cheap from us to you. They don't. I love it. They don't last for very long, though, because it turns out when you just pour a bottle of bleach on your jeans, it like really <laughs> weakens. They disintegrate. Yeah. <laughs> like really weakens those fibers so they didn't last for too long at one point they just fucking ripped up the back and then and i couldn't wear them anymore i don't think it happened while i was out i just know that like they just like tore to shreds at one point and i was like these oh, no. aren't pants anymore so mm. they didn't last very long but they were very cool pants they were cool while they lasted yeah oh my goodness um, let's see. We have Tracy has two more questions for us. Okay. Oh, and I just unhighlighted them, so let me rehighlight. Congratulations. NASA has announced that our network will be the first podcast network to ever work on Mars. Ooh. It'll hmm. take two months to arrive on Mars. What job do you do on the ship until we arrive? Oh god. Ooh. Cook. Okay. I cook. I'm the cook. I um if there's a coffee shop, I'm a pretty good barista. Nice. Man, okay, so those were two things I was going to do. Um I <laughs> oh, God. will um I I will what will I do? I don't like to clean, so I'm not doing that. Um I will Do you feel comfortable I'll be, I'll navigating? Be the, I'll be 
Do I feel comfortable what? Navigating. Oh, oh fuck no. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to be the ship librarian. Ooh. I'm going to make sure that like our three different sets of the Harry Potter series are, you know, all where they belong and that we always know who has what out at any given point. Is that um, is that all that's in the library? <laughs> That's all that's in the library, just three sets of Harry Potter. I thought you were going to say, are 40 copies of James <laughs> oh, Patterson no, I mean, novels. You know what, we're going to have three different sets of Harry Potter, and also, like, just probably 37 and a half James Patterson novels. I don't know what happened to the first half of that other one. <laughs> Not a very good library. But we have the back end, then. if anybody wants. <laughs> well, I'm, no, I mean, it came to us damaged. Oh, okay. <laughs> I blame Mason. I don't know. That seems accurate. I feel like that would be <laughs> Mason's fault. Yeah. Yeah. So I will keep tabs on all of those books. Okay. And a half. And a half. That will be maybe, my job. Maybe we also need a um, like a personal assistant to make sure that Colin doesn't work himself to death before we get there. Yeah. I feel like Tracy or someone should take that one because I don't think yeah. I would be good at that job. I could at least just make I'm, sure he eats. I'm an enabler. That's true. You'll make sure he eats. Yeah. Beth will make sure he's caffeinated, and I will make sure that he sometimes reads half of a James Patterson novel. I think that's good. If you just give it to him in little chunks, maybe he can relax like a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The mandatory James Patterson reading over the intercom every night. Yeah. Uh huh. One oh, chapter it's like bedtime at a time. Stories for the whole network over the intercom. Oh, that would be nice. Man, <laughs> now I'm kind of sad that we're not really flying to Mars. I'm not. Two months trapped on a ship with you guys would be great. I just don't think that they have like a real kitchen on a spaceship. So I think I made that up. So I'm glad we're not. Doing oh, I'm. That. I'm sure they don't have uh, an espresso machine. I want zero. They probably don't have a library either. Morgan's (laughs) form of cooking is just open the packets of astronaut ice cream and astronaut lasagna. But okay, of the three things, they'd be more likely to have like 37 books than an espresso machine or a kitchen. So, I mean, true. But I mean, if but if we're using the term cook very very loosely, (laughs) somebody's got to open those packets of astronaut lasagna. Mm-hmm. Which honestly sounds like the grossest thing in the world. I oh, think sure. freeze dried lasagna would be super foul. I think you like yeah yep. I have nothing to add to that. I was gonna say something. I've got nothing. You, it's just bad. You just did it. <laughs> it's just you did it. It's, bad. it's a bad it thing the, you've done. <laughs> should we add it to the Wham Juice Food Crimes bracket? I feel like we have to. <laughs> and then it's gonna right. win, and then we're gonna have to figure out how to fucking acquire freeze dried lasagna. To give to Tracy, yeah. who will be eating the winning food crime. I know someone who's yep. interning at NASA. Oh, perfect. Between Okay, well, between your them. friend interning at NASA and Kyle, I'm sure we can get Tracy's some freeze-dried lasagna. Yeah, Kyle's yeah, got an interning Actually, I'm going gonna, gonna to make a note right now to, to text Kyle after this. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Just a quick update on my cool, cool brother. Um... I texted our our family Snapchat and asked him if he could do a backflip while wearing heels heelys, and my mom replied and said <laughs> he says maybe he never tried. And then she said on AGT dancer guys did backflips in high heels. So I think my mom thinks that they're high heels 
I don't think she knows uh. what Heelys are. And then my sister says, <laughs> I want to see this. And then my mom said, well, if you guys can get him to do anything, I will be impressed. And that's, <laughs> that's what just, okay. that's the update. So. Well, I mean, I think that you and your sister are getting your brother Heelys for the next gift giving occasion. Yeah, I guess so. Yes. <laughs> and uh, make sure you have a video camera on hand. Video camera? What? What is this? 1997? Make sure you have your phone handy. Get out your camcorder. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, James and I just recorded a minute of Crossroads Minute where they were using an actual camera, not even like a disposable camera, but like an actual. You put film in it and take pictures, and then take the film out and go get it developed. Camera. That's bizarre. And we were like, wow, 2002 was a really long time ago. I'm charmed. It was it was weird. Also, there were no cell phones in that movie. What? Wow. That's yeah, wild. Ben had to go walk to find a tow truck, and they had no way of getting in contact with him. Oh my god! There are so many gone. movies that could have like the plot of well, not the plot, but um, in Clueless, where she's like lost. Yeah, she has to find a pay. You could have she if she had a phone. You know, so many problems could have been solved. Yeah, if Buffy. Had a cell phone for the first five seasons of Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) Would the first five seasons of Buffy just not exist? There are a lot of things that, like, the advent of, like, smartphones, the movie just couldn't happen. Yeah, like if, Like, the internet and smartphones really kind of break a lot of older movies. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything to add. Except I was just, I just went off on like a weird little brain tangent thinking about how like technology, like advent of smartphones and social media and stuff like has been integrated into movies and a lot of movies just kind of like ignore it a little bit. But then I was thinking about the movie Chef, which is uh, John Favreau like starts a food truck. It's a very charming movie. But in the beginning of the movie, he like gets on a fight, gets in a fight with a food critic that he doesn't like on Twitter but he doesn't know Twitter is public. Like his son set it up for oh, him no. and he doesn't know. So he's like saying all this really nasty, like, like it's funny in the movie, but it, they're like really nasty insults to this like guy oh on Twitter. And then it turns out like it was all public cause he doesn't know like how to DM people. And he thought it was like a private conversation. And then like, oh. and then it gets like, it like goes viral. And then he's like, I'm quitting my job. And then it's a good movie though. So I was just thinking about oh. that. Oh, man, my skeleton is, like, shriveling into a little pile of just social anxiety yeah, right now. Yeah, it's like... I, I, it, like, I feel yeah. physically uncomfortable thinking yeah. about this. It was, I hate like, it. it was done well, though, because, like, yeah, it was just, like, a good way to use, like, social media in movies to still, <laughs> like, sow that miscommunication, you know, yeah. like... Sure. So... That was that's all. Man, you've got mail, but with Twitter. Yeah, well, so <laughs> that's so that's imagine? the thing. Like, you've got mail is based on a, I think it was a short story that written like you know way before the internet, where they were exchanging like physical letters. And I'm like, how? How would that even? That seems like <laughs> the least effective way to make that plot happen. Like email or Twitter or any or Snapchat, anything like that makes so much more sense. But mm-hmm. now yeah. I'm thinking of The Lake House, which is a movie that I'm not. I was thinking of The Lake House. <laughs> That's the one with the time travel mailbox. Yeah, it's a movie I'm yes. not super clear on, but I'm just wondering how smartphones <laughs> could fuck that one up. Well, but also. 
that movie came out in 2005? I saw that four? one in theaters, but I don't remember much about it except that the mailbox made letters time travel. Yeah, I, yeah. That, and so I saw it on an airplane, I think. That's the thing. The, the thing about that is, well, I guess, okay, conceptually, it starts out okay, right? It starts out with them... Um, like, she just leaves a letter in the mailbox, and she's, because, like, that's just where she leaves it. And she's like, hey, sorry, um, the tracks were in the concrete in the front when I got here, or, like, all this stuff. And so that, okay, she's not actually sending a letter. But then right. she gets one back, and I'm like, it's 2005! <laughs> right. People don't write letters! Yeah, you would just I'm be s- sending, like, takeout menus back and forth. Mm. This is a, oh gosh. Man, I had my microphone muted, but I laughed so hard. Sorry. Just a bunch of junk mail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just picturing Keanu Reeves holding all of these Chinese food menus, and he's like, what is this? They just won't stop showing up. It's like so many showing up. Like, (laughs) I don't understand. Where where is this Chinese place? It's not anywhere. This personal injury attorney. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I love it. Well, we are approaching our time limit, so we should probably wrap up. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, How so, sad. Yeah, for real. There was, there was one last question, but it's about Fire Emblem, and I don't. Oh, what is it? it says what is it about? I, it says, if I was trying Post- to raise your support level in Fire Emblem, what topics should I bring up at the tea oh, party? Oh, Tracy, I love you. Wow, that yeah, was just but, straight gibberish. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've played a couple Fire Emblem games, but I don't know what tea party they're talking about. So, I don't know what any of it is. Real quick, real quick, okay. real quick. In third, in um, three houses, you can do fire, you can do tea parties with um, other, like, members of your house or other people. And if you say the right thing, your relationship can level up. If you say the okay. wrong thing, and the tea party will, like, go on longer, the more right stuff you say. Okay. And the more wrong stuff you say... Obviously, if you say the wrong thing like twice, it just cuts you off and it's like you're an idiot and you're bad at talking. To <laughs> oh, so like my real life then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, Tracy, I love you and I will pro- oh, personally DM you my answer. Is that one is is Three Houses Three Houses is the new one, right? That came out for Switch. Yeah, it's the one on Switch. Okay, I haven't we just got a Switch at um over the holidays and I haven't gotten Three Houses yet. I played Awakening and I like multiple times. Um, on my DS, and I had the one where there's like two different ones that are kind of counterpoints, and you're like a kidnapped member of a family, and you have to decide which family you're going to be a part of. Like, are you going to mm-hmm. go back to your birth family or stay with your adoptive family? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Conquest? I have. This is my first Fire Emblem. Three Houses okay. is my first one. You should check out Awakening. I really, really liked Awakening. Conquest I abandoned because it ended up being too combat heavy. Um, mm. There wasn't enough story, but Awakening's real good for like pairing people off. So I, I yeah. really like Three Houses. It's, it's sad. Maybe, maybe I'll go buy that. <laughs> like I, I have a couple more podcast things I need to edit this week, but then maybe this weekend I will buy myself Three Houses and start playing it. Mm. And then we can talk it. all about it, all about the tea parties. I'm being quiet because the last video game I played was like a puzzle game on my phone. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have a Nintendo DS and I play Cooking Mama on it on occasion. 
They're coming out with a Switch one. Oh, that's exciting. They're coming out with a Switch Oh, that's exciting. I love Cookie Mama. But that's like, like, I got my DS in like 2008. Like, that's, it's old. Yeah. So... Anyway, okay, we, we <laughs> should wrap up for <laughs> Yeah, we should wrap up for Alex's sake. So okay. thank you everybody for listening. Um, the Scavengers Network is on Twitter at ScavengersNet. Uh, Morgan, where can people find you on social media? You can find me anywhere on social media at Morgan Spatola, which is S P A T O L A. All right, and Beth, what about you? I am on Twitter at Beth Eleanor with two R's, and that's B E T H E L E A N O R R. And on Instagram at Beffstagram, so that's B E F F Stagram. And that's it for me. Oh, okay. I am on all the social medias at Unabashedly Aaron. So I think that's going to do it for this episode of Scavengers Hunt. We have been instructed to go eat an entire hamburger and briefly forget the names of our favorite barbers. Joke's so, on you. I never knew it. Yep. Oh, well. And I had two RB sandwiches today, so hopefully you sure that did. I had <laughs> I had Taco Bell, but I could actually eat a hamburger right now. Oh, go do it! <laughs> All right, well, goodbye, listeners. Let's do our our signature scavengers hunt sign off, which is okay. What is it? Three, two, one. See you blast off on the blast off. The 2010 movie The Social Later. Network directed by David Fincher and written by Aaron Sorkin was based off the book The Accidental Billionaires. And that's it. Oh. Perfect. That's it. Bye. I love it. Bye.